0: This is the Yukon Entrepreneur Podcast, and I'm your host, Carrie Johnston, recording today from the traditional territory of Champagne and Ajac First Nations. And my guest today is Kelly. Kelly, please introduce yourself.
1: Hi, um, I am Kelly Milner, and uh, I am uh, in Whitehorse, so a ways away from you, but also in the Yukon. (laughs) Um, And uh, I'm a business owner. I own a small production company in Whitehorse, Shot in the Dark Productions um I've been doing this basically since 2015 I guess is when I started um as my own as my own business um I mean I've worked uh, in a whole bunch of different fields before then but yeah Shot in the Dark has been around for what is that now is that seven years oh my gosh yeah
0: And and what is it that Shot in the Dark does?
1: Um, Well, Shot in the Dark is, uh, I am a production company primarily in screen media um, that sort of covers a lot of different things. Uh, I do things that people would expect like films. Uh, But I also do a lot of stuff that I would call storytelling. Uh, I call it client-driven storytelling. So helping other people uh, get across ideas or concepts that they might want to be sharing um, often in in video, uh, but it could be other things. Um, Websites, I've been doing a lot of stuff in the digital space, um, events, a combination of all three. Um, But sort of bread and butter for me is is more,
0: Films, I guess, uh, would be kind of what what sort of keeps the business going the most. And and who's your client base? Where's your market? Is it Yukon? Is it Canada? Is it international? Um, I mean, I would say for my client-driven work, that's
1: I would say that's mostly in the Yukon. Uh, I think that's what is kind of um, the thing that makes me a value proposition to a lot of local businesses is that i understand the northern context and so especially when it comes to telling stories as a way to reach um, different audiences or clients i think that i can help find ways of telling things in a unique way Um, i think we've got sort of different perspectives up here so i like to say i tell stories through a northern lens which is you know, take it or leave it, but that's kind of how how I look at things. Um, but I would say that when it comes to my larger film projects, the ones that that I sort of initiate and and run as as a producer, um that's definitely a national and an international audience. And so um the films that I make um, certainly are for a, a much broader audience, and trying to reach them is
0: is an interesting part of my job. So well and so it's innovation week here in the territory november 21 to 25 um and just sort of wondering what does innovation mean to you innovation
1: well i think i think like a lot of people when you when i first hear that word innovation i'm always thinking like tech and things like that and i think what i've come to realize is for me i think innovation is something much broader than that i think Um, innovation is really how you you look at something a problem or um, an opportunity and you throw different ideas at it maybe it's something a new thing or a new um, idea or just a way of doing things or partnerships like slightly shifting the focus maybe or coming at it at a different angle I think that that's sometimes innovation I think we get stuck in these ideas of it uh, being sort of you know, this is how you do things, right? And there's, um, I mean, we see it all the time in the film world, but it's like, can we do it differently? Can we do it better? Can we look at something and um, and shake things up? It's a bit of, I think innovation is about being a bit of a disruptor. And uh, that's something that I, I kind of like to do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and, and what inspires you about the work that you're doing?
1: For me, I think, um, I mean, I came to this start this business after kind of a very long and windy road that involved. You know, I started out many, many years ago um, with a journalism degree and came. I grew up in the Yukon, came back home with that, and right away, um, it was one of my first jobs was working for Northern Native Broadcasting and helping create informational videos about land claims um, because they were just being signed in the early 1990s, um, and so. I got really inspired and actually quit my job and went back to school and got a degree in science, a master's degree in science, and spent almost, I hate to say it, like 15, 20 years working in land claims implementation. And I think, you know, what I realized in that time, it was, you know, how do we talk to each other and how do we explore ideas together in a way that people can really understand Um, I think that that was what I realized a lot of my previous skills as a journalist but then also understanding some of the complexities of some of the issues that people were facing here Um, you know that's that's kind of what brought me back to um, to starting my own business because it kind of brought those two worlds together I think it was the storytelling but it was also understanding some of these broader issues in the communities and so I think what really inspires me about the work that I do now, what I can't actually believe it sometimes when I think about some of the projects that I get to work on is really finding ways to get people to think about ideas in a different way and and think about concepts or, or issues and maybe change people's minds, change people's behaviors. Maybe even if we're really lucky, we'll change policies or things like that at a government level. But I mean, that's a that's a long shot, but I think it's really about creating these dialogues. And that's what really inspires me about my
0: work. What bothers you about the current system that your business is operating within? Um,
1: I don't know if it's necessarily just my business or if it's just generally what I see is I see that people are you know, for my business and in order for things to work really well, it takes teams, right? You need lots of different ideas. You need lots of different skills. You need people to be creative and feel free to participate in making something better. And I think that that's partly what it, what I love about my job. I think what I see sometimes as a frustration is how stuck people are in their silos and also how that, you know, it's being the expert in a certain field and not willing to kind of branch out, maybe try something different. Um, And I see that a lot, especially up here, um, where you're, you know, we have such a small community. Um, I think if people are really stuck in their ways of doing things, um, it really limits the potential. Um, And I really love finding people that are willing to kind of bust out of maybe what, you know, they think they do every day, um, and be part of a project or be part of an idea that kind of forces them to, to be different or or come up with some with a new approach and or be flexible, try something new. Um, so I would say that that is probably, you know, it's whether it's in your work or just in your ideas, people stuck in their ways. I think that is the thing that bothers me about the current system and not being able to talk to each other, or listen to each other um, and that's maybe sort of a really broad um, yeah that's a broad sort of statement but i think that that's a challenge that i see and a frustration
0: but certainly something that i've witnessed especially during the pandemic um, here in the territory that sci-live approach mm-hmm. so what would it take to transform that what are some of the seeds that we need to plant how could we how could we transform that
1: I mean I think the big thing that I've tried to do and and I think it I think it could work um, I mean transforming means sort of changing things right and so I think if we're going to change things we have to figure out ways to make people or and again I may be talking on a very broad level but people or organizations um, incentive to wanna do it. Sometimes it has to, you have to either make it look like it's gonna be fun to do something different or that there's a value in it, Um, but it's finding ways of communicating that. Um, You know, I think a lot of the work that I did previously, what I saw was when you took sort of punitive approaches or scolding people or, you know, for trying to force people say, this is, you should do this because it's, you should do it because you should, um, is often not the right approach. I think it's finding ways to be inviting. Um, and to find, uh, you know, incentivizing uh, that sort of opening of minds um, and making it easier for people to see, uh, yeah, what what the benefits are to themselves and also make it maybe not scary, maybe not as, um, yeah, scary as sometimes change can be. I don't know. Does that answer your question? I feel like maybe I rambled there.
0: (laughs) No, I I really think that it does. And I I think, you know, there's a reality that sometimes innovation transformation lives a bit in the abstract. And, you know, it's the idea of and it's, you know, um, designing things for emergence so that those things can come through. And it's really what you're talking about. Mm
1: -hmm. Uh,
0: Canada's in the midst of a pretty big transformation. In 2015, the Truth and Reconciliation Commission released the calls for action. And, you know, the report talks about reconciliation coming through the, the four A's. You can think of awareness of our past, acknowledgement of the harm, atonement for the causes, and action to change our behavior. So what does it mean to you as a, as a business owner to demonstrate reconciliation and action?
1: I mean, I think when it comes to reconciliation, this is a journey that we're all on. And I think I think for most of Canada, we're really just at the awareness phase, we're just really starting to understand what it is. Um, Even as somebody who grew up in the Yukon who, you know, understood things like residential school and ended up working in land claims for most of my adult life. um, It, it it wasn't something I I think I was still really just at the awareness phase myself um, until very recently because I think what I or I hadn't really acknowledged what it meant um, for me to be um, who I am, a white, a settler living in the Yukon and understanding my own um, sort of part of that story. And so I think that that's where it's, it's the difference between awareness and acknowledgement, because I think acknowledgement is something that we're just starting to come to. We have to come to that as individuals. As for atonement, I think, you know, we do have to look at ways of redressing and um, I think, in some ways, if we were to look at the Yukon itself, I mean, with our own land claims, um, it really sets a very good framework for that. But I think we need to really be um, we also need to be fulfilling those agreements and understanding them, everybody, because they set they set the stage for all of us. Um, I think moving into action is is the piece where, for my business, I try. Um, to find those ways of making sure that, especially when it comes to storytelling, um, that I'm finding the right voices, um, including the right people, creating space for those voices, um, finding ways of lifting uh, indigenous storytellers up, including them in my teams um, in meaningful ways. I think that that's one of the things that I've heard time and time again. Um, and I think it's always really as a business owner, for me, I, I think I'm always going back everything that I do, I have to go back to almost awareness every time. And, you know, it feels like you can go two steps forward, but it is a constant questioning and understanding and and looking at every situation that, that you come to. Um, I think we're really we have so much opportunity in the Yukon to be doing things differently. Um, and uh, I think, you know, this is, uh, it is back to that idea of innovation. I think that's really when I think about things like Innovation Week, um, we have so much opportunity to be doing things differently with our um, with our communities here and I think that uh, yeah there's lots of potential and I
0: think it's exciting if we can all start moving forward together. Okay so uh, so living in the far north we have the advantage of seeing Canada from a bit of from afar and through a unique lens so what um, stories or message do you think that Yukon has to share with Canada about entrepreneurship going forward?
1: Well, I think getting back to what we were just talking about with reconciliation, I think we're in a unique position because of, you know, that we have First Nation governments, we have uh, development corporations, we have structures that are in place that really set a different tone. And it's not something that other people in the rest of Canada really have very much experience with, Um, you know, realizing my friends that live in places like Toronto or, you know, in most parts of the country, they really don't have any, they don't even have relationships in many, in many, in any sense with any indigenous uh, people, let alone governments or, uh, you know, businesses, those types of things. And so I think one of the things that we really, we have an opportunity and we have a way of demonstrating, I mean, not saying that we're perfect, um, but certainly we're in a position to, have a lot more um uh yeah, opportunity to try different things, like I back to this idea of innovation. How can we do things differently? How can we um shift our ways of of operating, um uh, especially when it comes to yeah, to to business or to innovation in a, in a more sort of general way. Um so I think that's something we could be sharing more with Canada. I think it's a hard thing for the rest of the country to understand. I don't think we understand it ourselves. Um, So I think that, uh, yeah, I think if we can, if we can start becoming more coherent about it, um, I think that there's a lot that we can be showing. Um, Recognizing though, that, you know, every place is unique. And so the stuff that we learn here probably wouldn't apply in exact same way if it was downtown Toronto or somewhere in the Maritimes or, or whatever, Our, every community is different. And so I think that's also part of it is saying, this is how we do things here um, and just showing what's possible.
0: Sharing the story just might lead to some of those perspective shifts, right? Those yeah. openness and, and ways of being.
1: Yeah. And I think that when it comes to the storytelling,
0: yeah,
1: when it comes to my business and, and uh, the storytelling aspects of it, I think that that's, um, that is definitely something that I think uh, is the value of sharing stories of what we are doing here, because if you can do it in the right way, it can be sort of a compelling way of opening people's minds to the fact that, you know, Everything doesn't always have to be the same way that it always has been, and that there is some benefit of changing
0: um, because we could be better. Kelly, thank you so much for your time today and sharing a bit of your story. No problem. thank you for uh, thank you for asking me.